I was pissed. I was <gasps> very pissed. Yeah, yep. Yep. So playing back the audio from the previous episode, for some reason, I don't know, it did not work with your audio. It, I don't even know what your audio was. It might have been still coming from the microphone, but for some reason when I worked out all the audio stuff beforehand. It was fine. I, it seemed to be fine, but then I mustn't have saved the changes or whatever. So my audio was fine and your audio, for whatever reason, just <clears throat> that was all cactus. So. I've changed the way we're doing it now. We're not doing it into the same computer. We're doing actually back to the OG, back to the yeah. original way that we used to do it. <laughs> Remember when we had the lapel microphone? Oh, no, it was attached. Yeah. Yeah, that was in your computer. So now we've got the audios playing, uh, my microphone's into my computer, your microphone's into your computer. And then we'll just. Uh, There's so much technology around me right now. <laughs> import, yeah, we've got two computers on our right, two, two cameras phones, on the left. <laughs> microphones. Microphone in front. And then the two lights. <laughs> <laughs> It is actually. We've got the nice. We've we've got it. We've it's established a real studio set up here. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Let's get in there. What we just need is the space because there's no space. Yeah, that's that's very true. So, hopefully, this will address the audio issues. So we'll both have good audio. The only question at this point now is is obviously when we sync the voices up on the one computer. Is there going to be an echo? I don't think there should be because be. it should be same time, basically. Same yeah. time that your microphone's picking up a little bit of my audio from here. But it's uh, very distant as well. Yeah, it should yeah. be when you put my audio over the top of coming from my microphone, it should completely like mm. s squelch that out. Squelch. Yeah, I, I, did, I, I lost which word <laughs> I, I wanted to say. But it should pretty much just sit nicely on top of it. Let's and hope. Nice fit. Sorry if it doesn't. Yeah, we're working on it It's because uh, I was pissed as well because I'm like, I was just talking about how, you know, the whole point of having the headphones in is so you can hear the audio levels and all that and then we'll listen back to it, the audio levels are stuffed. I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully this time, this time be a little bit different. So we're, we're doing it. Oh, yeah, literally it is kind of back to the old way. Oh, that's all right. That's yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Oh, it is very nice. And the other nice thing is, fingers crossed. Yeah. The I don't. I'm not sure whether it's the, the tripod I bought or the boom arms could come tomorrow, right. which would be really fun. But they also might not come till like early next week, like Monday or Tuesday okay. or something like that. So in a couple episodes' time, we'll be be able to having, having the adjustments, things. having the making the adjustments up top. I'll have to change the way we do the table as well, maybe. Uh, See how it. Not works. necessarily, because we can just attach it to the table. Yeah, but I don't know what way. Anyway, we'll figure it out. When we'll figure it out when, we it, when it. the time comes. And then we'll have a proper tripod there instead of what it is at the yeah. moment. And uh, Back to a stack of books. Yeah, back, yeah, sort of back to a stack of books. But that's that's just because we're, we've lowered the camera angle now for, yeah. for both of us. We're just trying something different. Yeah, so it's a little bit little bit perhaps more front on, not, not so imposing. Yeah, it's like very I'm like- Looking like, down yeah. on you. <laughs> Like spectators in a stadium. So I, was, kind of I was editing yesterday and I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, it probably would be better if it was maybe lower. Like, because we have to, like, you have to sit there and then I have to check it. But because it's on one of those, um, like, camera uh, phone holders, you can't see the full screen. Yeah. To, so blocks. You, I, it blocks <laughs> everything, like, exactly where you are in the yeah. middle. So it's really irritating to kind it, of figure and it out. And it has to be there as well. Because if you put it anywhere else on the phone, it's either going to deal it's with the volume or it's going to turn the phone off because the, the, yeah, the button. Yeah. It's just going to, or tilt the whole thing. Or that, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, but, but uh, all uh, fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say it's just all part of the process. It is. It is all part of the process. <laughs> it's so messy. It's yeah. gross. But that's okay. That's okay. Because I, I feel like we're we're slowly getting there. We're slowly getting and building the look and the style yeah. and the feel that we want. Mm -hmm. We've been working our way here, and I, I think we're we're doing all right. I think so. I think we're doing all right. So I am so excited for that. We actually went to the. Oh, when I say that, I mean the boom arms and having having that that addition. So I've been looking forward to that for so long. I've wanted it for the longest time. Uh, so we went to the house the other day, actually, uh, our house that's being built. Yep. Went there last night because you had like a 9.30 PM craving for licorice. So I got home from work. I'd just okay. taken my shoes off. I just let my feet breathe. Oh, cut it out. <sighs> I just like, said I would yeah. like licorice. I didn't say right then and there, but you said, do you need it right now? And I've got an aggressive said, pregnant wog wife. So I was. I was not aggressive. I will. Uh, on the record, <laughs> I said I was not aggressive. <laughs> I just said it would be. I just. I haven't had a craving like that for a very long time. And I was look. I was looking on um, a website, and they had like a licorice gift box. 
and it was like an organic one. It looked just absolutely delightful. I'm like licorice. I'm like, yeah, okay. And that was earlier in the day. So later I was like, actually, I could probably go some licorice. But I didn't mean it right then and there because you just got home and I don't want to do that to you. You know that. But I'm being the good husband and father that I am, said it's okay. I can put aside my comfort and make sure <laughs> that I look after yours. Uh-huh. So we went and got some licorice, which was which We was did. Good. It was really good. And then we went to the house afterwards and had a look. And, and things are things are sort of happening slowly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the bathrooms are basically in. The sinks are in. sinks are in. There's still, there's still a bit to do. I don't think we're allowed to go in, but we'll No, I don't anyway. think we're allowed to go in at all, but it doesn't matter. The fence is down, the doors are open, so in we go. And we get to kind of play act and play house yeah. and pretend like we're living in there already. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really nice. I think last night I was started to really think about the space and what to do with it. So that was actually a really nice feeling. And one of the – so we're sort of I, – I, I, I do like timber floors. It's a tile floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is – the studio though, it's all, uh, so the main area downstairs, yeah. so the dining kitchen area is all tiled, yeah. but the, there's a back room, which is like a bedroom study, however you want to use it. That's where we're going to use the podcast room, yeah. the podcast studio slash work studio. Cause when I'm seeing clients, I'm instead of going and meeting at a cafe, cause I've been meeting at, ca- at a cafe close to work before we go to work, mm-hmm. we meet there and we have our first consult and then we go to work because I've been working with guys from work. Yeah. I want to actually have people to just to the house, just come and mm-hmm. I'll do, we'll sit in that back room and we'll have a session because yeah. it'll be easier. One of the things I really love about Zoom, I feel like I'm going on a few different tangents here, but it does all tie up. Sure. One of the things I really do like about having a Zoom consultation with clients is that I can re- record the whole Zoom call yeah. and then I can send that to the client afterwards and yeah. say, this is like your setup video sure. pretty much. So if you remembered something or if you're like, I forgot what this part, how did we set this up? You've got the whole video right there from the Zoom call. And I want to have like an equivalent for when we're face to face. So it's very difficult to do that uh, when you're at a cafe because there's all the background white noise and everything. And I don't want to bring the microphone and have like a whole setup there. Mm-hmm. But at home, I'll be able to set that, that studio space up as well. So if I have a client, I can screen record the computer and plug in the microphone yeah. and I can actually create a Let's setup video. So have the session with the microphone. Yeah and screen recording on the computer so that way whether you're face-to-face or it's over zoom you get your own setup video and that way it just it just if you forget something or whatever you know so that's what one of the reasons i was really excited to have clients over so i was had the ability to do that right and so that back room is pretty much what is going to be serving that purpose for us at this point in time and uh something i you know I'm, i'm not really a fan of carpet carpeted rooms these days just, I don't know, I like either timber floors or, or tiles. It's kind of like pick one and just go the whole way through because then that way you can put rugs down if you want yeah. and you have the choice. There's a bit more versatility in it, versatility. Look at you go with your designing. I know, right? I know. <laughs> I've been living with you for too long. But if there's car- if there's already carpet, then it's kind of like you've got to worry about having it cleaned and then yeah. you can't really do anything on top of it. I feel like we need to it. get like a steamer. Yeah, we might, but yeah. we'll, especially having a baby. Um, so anyway, the Good thing about it being carpet, though, on the other hand, is for like soundproofing. soundproofing. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was thinking last night when I'm in there, it's a good room, it's a good space, it should have good lighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll still have a lighting set up anyway. Oh, well, we'd have to, yeah. So there's only one window. Yeah, and we'll be able to have because currently we've got a warm white light over my left shoulder and a big bright white, cold white floodlight up there. So bad, it irritates me every time we sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might we might end up doing because we've got two floodlights, so just pick a color, and yeah, yeah, I mean maybe we can make it warm or whatever. We'll see. We'll, well, we'll see what the downlights are like in the room as well. The, the room lighting might be enough by it itself. Could be enough. Yeah, so we'll see all that. But yeah, anyway, it'd be really cool to have carpet, create the setup, and I'm. It's just going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah, I really good. can't wait. I'm so sick of this corner, but yeah. that's all right. It's we, we're building. We're building. <laughs> I need to get a more comfortable chair as well. My house is killing me. Well, the cool thing is, right, now now that we're – if we're switching – and this should work. There's no reason this shouldn't work with the, having the two computers. We've done it before. And now that, like, we're both going to have good microphone quality audio. Yeah. Uh, when we overlay it, it shouldn't you – know, it should naturally seamlessly make it sound like it's just a conversation between you and me. There shouldn't be any echoes or it shouldn't be any issues. Let's right. hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> so if I don't you're listening to, say, to this, you'd already is, know. <laughs> you would know, yeah. Uh, and you would also know our reaction. Yeah. If you're listening to it, we would listen back to it and go, fuck. <laughs> well, so the, so the beautiful thing is, right, because you have your own computer uh, and we each have our own camera trained on us, 
we can have you, we can sit anywhere in the room we want. So we don't actually have to sit at a table. We've got moon chairs, we've got other chairs. And if you'd rather just sit in a chair, like cross-legged, nothing in front of you, we'll just set up a stool. Did we talk about this in the last episode? I'm not sure. I think we did. We can just set up a stool, like one of our stools next to us, put the computer on it, and then the microphone boom arm can be attached to the stool and then you can just sit there and have the microphone So makeshift. (laughs) Oh, not necessarily. Like, you know, it could be nice. It's just depending on your comfort level, right? Because we're going to be in a space and we're going to have the gear to be able to do what it is that we want. And I'll be in my third trimester. Yeah, so whatever's comfortable. (laughs) I, I like sitting at a desk. I like being able to lean on something and write on something. For some reason, you seem very opposed to it, so whatever. I'm just uncomfortable. It's very cold. <laughs> Maybe know. if there was something soft <clears throat> on the table, I need, I need the textures. Like so, that like a cup of a cup of coffee, a cup of tea. It's really nice. It keeps me warm. So then that kind of like balances the the harshness of the desk. Right. And my straight beard hairs. Yeah. <laughs> I understand it. You know, it'd be nice to have sort of trinkets and and some things things around. But then the other thing is the fact that we split because we split the uh, the. The video. I just like, I hate how dirty and like messy this table is for the visual. But you don't really see it. That's the thing. Because we split it, because of where the camera angles are, you don't really see it. No, but I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But this is all stuff that we'll be able to play around with in the new space. So uh, still no idea when when it's going to happen, but really cool to go there and to see progress. Just be in the space. Be in the space as well. Like, could make that like a twice weekly thing. (laughs) I already, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Well, I, I packed books yesterday. So I packed all of our books, so they're all now in boxes, ready to go. I don't know if you'll be able to see them. No, I think so. Um, Yeah, so there's like a huge thing of books. Yeah. It's probably like the most most boxes we've got full of the same stuff. Yeah, it's all (laughs) books. Yeah, and there's two huge boxes at the front of our door as well. I'm like, yeah, okay, just put it all in one box. We're not going far. They're good boxes, aren't they? They're brilliant. Yeah. I just need the proper tape. I got them from work. The tape's not bad, actually. Yeah, well, I'll really just go get a little bit of tape from $2 yeah. or something. But, but yeah, that felt really nice to just pack stuff, start packing stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. I'm really excited for it to actually go somewhere. <laughs> to pack it all up yeah. and then to put it somewhere. Yeah. That and then look. unpack it and then use it. It'll be really nice because <laughs> for the most part, besides the weekend where we're moving all the big stuff, because obviously I'll be involved in that. You'll be able to just do a bunch of car trips back and forth yourself, taking all the little things, then you'll be able to set up. Yeah, probably. You'll be able to get in there and set it up while I'm at work. Mm. Set the space to your own liking. and um, It's very know. exciting. Yes, yes. Eventually, eventually. At some point, but that's okay. Let's talk a little bit about your pregnancy at the moment. There's a few things that we can sort of talk about this episode. Sure. But I just wanted to say, because it seems like there's a, a relatively decent-sized <laughs> update. For you, because you're feeling a bit bigger, heavier, the belly's really popping, you're feeling a lot harder and your center of gravity is definitely lowering. <laughs> yeah. And you're a bit more emotional these days. Um, yeah, over the last week, because I haven't really spoken about it, just in case I um, like burst into tears just because of the the highs and lows. I don't know where the tissues are, but that's okay. No, no, I'll be fine. <laughs> um, no, I've, I have not been able to control my emotions. And it's probably the first time, you know, when I always have this um, – the thing that comes up is when Phoebe is pregnant and then she starts like crying and she's like, I don't know why. And I'm like, it's exactly how I've been feeling over the last like week and a half. And I, I really just don't know what to do with it except write it. So I've just been writing it up and down, up and down, up and down. It's been so uncomfortable. But over the last um, two or three days, I have felt my stomach just grow and I'm so much more aware of it than I ever have been. It is like in the way, like yesterday I was literally like I had lost my balance. Like I, I was so unbalanced yesterday. I kept bumping into stuff. I'm like what is that? It's so irritating. And I'm like just like fumbling. I kept dropping stuff. I It was it was that annoying. And then I was, and then I was like well, my stomach is so much bigger too. It wasn't going down. Like it's not that same like that bloat or that tension of it, just the feel of it growing. It's like, no, it's grown and yeah. it's now that's the size of it. So it's, it's a little, it's, it's bigger. <laughs> I'm very aware of it. So you're like, you suck, you suck your guts in. It's, it's not really going. It's going not anywhere. going. Yeah, it's not going that much. No, it's not going far. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's been a really very, quite, quite a difficult um, week and a bit. So I've been a bit quiet on that front. Just because I was like, I don't know how to bring it up. I don't know what to talk about. 
You mean on the podcast or with me? Yeah. Oh, no, right. on the podcast. Well, in the well, we had a bit of a tiff before the wedding. We did have a bit of a tiff, yeah. <sighs> that was um, nearly explosive if we weren't going to a wedding. Yeah. Um, because you were just being really unreasonable oh. and just putting a lot on me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I just had to really try and deal with it and diffuse, bring it all up again. Diffuse this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just a lot happening. That was that was a lot. Um, yeah, like the feeling of being rushed and all of that. Like it was because our time frames getting ready is very different. And also, I wasn't very clear and communicating how emotional I was and how sensitive I was. Probably not emotional. How sensitive I was. And I probably should have done that, but I w- didn't know the level of sensitivity. I didn't know when to kind of bring it up because I was like I had a handle on it. But then it got to a point where, yeah, so we're pretty angry. We're both pretty angry at each other before we left. And then in the car, we did not speak for about half an hour the whole trip there. And then we got there, and yeah, I I just had enough of you. <laughs> I just had enough of you just rushing me. I was asking you a question and then you're like, well, what are you doing? And you're rushing me out of the car. And, yeah, I slammed the door and, yeah. <laughs> I hate being late. I hate being late so And we much. were not late. We were we like were, half we were, an we hour. Late. It was my sister's wedding. We were later than I wanted to be. And I didn't know that. Because we said we said we wanted to be there 4.30, quarter past four. We didn't get there till nearly 10 to 5. So but It wasn't 10 to 5. It was something like that. It was pretty close. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> just you're wrong. Just deal with it. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm joking. One of the things that really sucked about that, I mean, I, I hate it being in that being in that space with you, that that space of anger and irritation, because you know that nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And like nothing's going to get resolved in that space. And it's just like as even even when in, you can't you can't take it back. It's like the the balls, the snowballs yeah. falling. And it's just that's why I just I just and shut my mouth. Size and it's just getting bigger and bigger. And there's no way you can stand in front of it and stop it. You'll just get squished. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know we we both have a stake in the situation. Obviously, we both have a different perspective. We're both pissed about different things, yeah. and we know that we're not going to be able to see eye to eye on it. And it's having that awareness because i knew the whole time even driving there the whole time we're dead silent we're both seething at each other that and we that never really happens never, never. i don't think i have ever felt that in our entire five-year relationship yeah and i'm just like I, the whole time i'm in my head talking about it's saying to myself this is not it's nothing's going to be resolved here like you've got to let this go you're gonna have to just see past see through your anger going to a wedding which well, is really don't even, i mean yeah obviously we're going to a wedding and all that stuff but no i mean like just being angry with you being angry at the situation it's not going to fucking help like the anger doesn't get you anywhere it doesn't but it's, it's okay to feel not going it to well. resolve the situation mm-hmm. But it feels so good and it feels like I have a right to be like this. I have a right to be angry. I was and the same. I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to, you know, it's for her to come to me and say, Yeah, and say, I'm, I'm like, sorry, he needs to fucking apologize. <laughs> you know, and, and, that's, and that's it. I think I, I definitely knew that. I don't know what you were thinking about in your head as well. I was driving. actually just trying to calm myself because I didn't want to cry and ruin my makeup because I'd just done it in the car. That was another thing. I'm like, I hate doing makeup in the car. I think it's the dumbest thing because it's, you're driving and, you know, you can get it all wrong and... It was like the last thing I wanted to do was to, to do my makeup in the car, but, uh, you know, obviously we're on a time frame and I'm like, fuck it, I'll just do it in the car. I'll do whatever I need to do in the car. Don't worry about it. So I was just kind of trying to calm myself the whole time. And I knew, I was like, this has to be resolved, but I don't, it wasn't my main, my main focus was just to keep it together, to keep it together. It was pretty much the same thing. Just like hold it, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Don't cry, just just hold it in <laughs> until after the wedding or when it's appropriate or just let it diffuse or go somewhere, which I don't usually do. I don't, that's not how I manage my emotions, but we were going to a wedding. Yeah. So, so I just sort of had I to. I would have been happy to just, hate just dropping turn the it. car around and go home. Yeah. I mean, we had to kind of get there and just, just sort of drop it and, and pick it back up later, which we did. And it was like, it was fine. We resolved it. But it's just that in, in that moment, it's just because it doesn't happen very often. And just just knowing like that just feels so good to be so angry. That anger you can you know can totally see how people get accustomed to their anger and they like their anger because it, it's like their anger is theirs. It's their wound. It's what that something's been done. Something's been done to them, and it's you, know, ego. you can't take it away. The ego from is them, really strong you know? in that moment. But it's like you just it has to. It just is not going to resolve any freaking issue. You have to be able to to not only say yeah, okay I was wrong. Or, you know, this anger isn't justified or 
or anything like that. Let it sort of diffuse so that you can actually reach a peaceful resolution because in that space, you just not it's not going to get any better. It's only going to make things worse, which it did when we kind of got there. So that's why I'm like in my head going, it's not worth it. It's the it's not worth this anger. Like your relationship in this moment is so much more important, is so much bigger than this little dispute. And so, okay, but yeah, like I said, that's that was that reason, rational side of me that was trying to calm that angry, emotional, <laughs> emotional, yeah. Because yeah. you don't like being emotional. You don't like when I'm emotional and using just sitting in that emotion. I'm like, I, I can't help it. That's just how I am. I'm I'm emotional. It's just how it is right now. I don't want to be. I want to have a handle on this, but I don't. And then I ended up actually because when we were walking, um, my, I, like I was felt the, like I was going to cry and I'm like, I can't. I, I'm, we're walking to the wedding at people. I need it like hold it together, hold it together. And then when I sat down, I don't know, it just I just couldn't hold it anymore. It was just bottled up to the point where, it's like kind of like a um, like a Coke bottle and you shake it and the pressure just explodes. And all of a sudden I'm like, I, I can't hold it together. I'm like, fuck this. And I was sitting next to um, your brother's girlfriend and she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, like trying to do deep breaths, trying to like suck in the, the tears <laughs> with my eyes and it just didn't work. And then I just kind of blew up a bit. Yeah. That's, that's okay. I have my arm around you. I was there. I was talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much that helped, but yeah, we're very, we're very, very different. Cause especially once I, once I sort of get to, we, once we got there and I'm like, this just isn't, this is just ridiculous. I, I, I can switch it off. Yeah. I can't. I, I was, I, I was done with it. I, I was after we got out, there was a little, little, little bit of a spat and I'm like, I switched it off. I'm done. I, I'm over it. Uh, yeah. I hate that. Cause I'm like, it, how do you do that? Like, how do you I just? I still don't even need to talk about it. Yeah, and totally. Resolve, have a conversation yeah, yeah, I know. About but it, but I, the emotion just there is just no goes. switch for me when it comes yeah. to that. Like, it is it is near impossible for me to just switch off in some when, when like something like that happens or when I'm feeling when I'm in that state of emotion, especially when it's been I don't know how, I don't even know how long it had been since I was bottling stuff up before. It was that was happening in the lead up, right? Because you, you were struggling to make, because you wanted to make a dress for the wedding. No, well, initially you actually wanted to buy a dress for the wedding. Yeah, that was and that's recorded episode. in the podcast on one of the episodes last year when we were at um, Presco Vale. And I said, I want to say that I want to buy a dress. I don't want to make it. And I went through a whole thing and I remember, and that was in my head the whole time. So, of course, all the dresses that, um, all the, the dresses that I was made because I bought fabric because eventually I'm like, oh, no, it'd be nice to be creative again. I don't want it. And it, it wasn't nice to be creative again. It was actually, it was really difficult. There was, I put so much pressure on myself and I, I've ruined so much fabric <laughs> because I went through so much and I know how irritating it was for you because you're like, oh my God, like it's fine. Like just, it's not a big deal. For me, it was like everything. It was how I felt because I'm getting bigger. The insecurity levels are getting a little bit, uh, they're very different than just general insecurity. It's like you can't do anything about this. Like I can't just go exercise and just feel better and like, you know, have, you know, the bump is there and clothes don't fit me. And when I'm, when clothes don't fit me, I'm uncomfortable. And it's, it's not like, you know, it's not just, it's not, it's not just uncomfortable. It's, I don't, I don't fit into like those anymore. Like I don't Your fit life. into my life anymore. Yeah. It's, everything's changed. So. I'll let it out, honey. I'll let it all out. I don't know where the toilet paper is. Um, I'm sorry, honey. That's uh, I, I obviously, I, I obviously would have no idea what the experience is like. Um, what it is that you're actually going through. But I understand. I can understand that that would be really difficult, especially when you kind of put it like that, right? Because you probably don't think about it when you're going through it. That you're going, no. it's just clothes. It's just clothes that I'm no longer fitting into. Yeah, and that was annoying me because I'm like, like, oh, my God, just get over those, it. It's just those clothes. Are clothes. Those are clothes that you wear generally, you know, life. It's like you're, you've, you're in a different element. You're in a different part of life. And it's like what once was no longer is. And it's like a very real uh, example of that. It's, it's, it's reality showing you very viscerally yeah. that you are no longer, this, this life that was once yours no longer is. And you have to, you have to deal with that, I guess. And when you put it like that, it's, yeah, it's, I can imagine it's really difficult to deal with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
because I haven't said that before. I haven't come up with that before. So that just kind of happened. Classic, classic podcast, bringing it out. Um, Because we bumped into a, um, a high school friend of mine yesterday. She said that because both of her sisters are pregnant, she's pregnant with her second and her um, two sisters are also pregnant. And she said one of her sisters was like, I just want to like feel like myself again after the pregnancy. Like, I want to do everything I can to just feel like myself and just kind of bounce back and just want my old body back. And, and she said and she told her sister, it's that's not you're never going to be the same again. You're not the same. You don't bounce back to who you once were. You're not that same person. I have a question. It's just on that because I was I wanted to ask yesterday. I didn't know if it was inappropriate because like I've never I don't know this girl. You went to school with this oh, friend sure. of yours, right? So, but I didn't know if this was an appropriate question to ask someone. Uh, but you may know the answer, but you may not. And I mean, we'll know it in time anyway. Does because you know how when you when you're pregnant, your body changes, everything sort of widens and broadens and and densens. I am familiar. <laughs> <laughs> does that after you've given birth? Does your body sort of come back in and tighten up again, or do you? Does it stay? Because uh, it, it probably makes it sound like I'm, I'm being really shallow and being like, I want my old, my wife's old body back. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I love everything about how your body's changed. I genuinely do. And I'm not just saying that so that I can, you know, win brownie points or anything like that. It's, it's not, it's not, it's a genuinely just curious. Like, does your, does your body, those change, physiological changes that happen earlier in the pregnancy, like before the belly even, mm-hmm. when everything's sort of widening and filling out, does that come back in after the fact? Well, because it's prepared. Well, okay. For what I've heard from podcasts and, uh, women generally speaking some women say you're never the same your breasts aren't the same your body you know, you're changed forever yeah. kind of thing i don't i don't know what they're referring to so everyone's probably different yeah it's probably on your fitness level as well like how much you exercise and how much you work before and after the pregnancy that's another thing that they um they say uh on, on the podcast that midwives are talking about it and they're like just depends on how how much you're moving your body so that it can bring like it can like to make it elastic to kind yeah. of bring it back in together because your body widens to prepare for the birth yeah, right, when right, the right. baby's gone it i would assume that it's kind of it goes back to what it tr- it tries to go back to at least to what it was once was because it's no longer the function of creating life or yeah. you know what i mean so i think I don't, I don't, I don't know. Everyone's breasts were different. Like I think some people say, "Nut might have never been the same." I feel like they disappeared or they never went back. Some of them were like, "Well, I was fine." I think it's also just where you're at um, in terms of how you look after yourself. I think that's another. Like, yeah. Okay. Another body. Right. But I, I don't know what's going to happen with me. <laughs> mm. So we'll, we'll see. I guess. Yes, yeah, so you were trying to make clothes for the wedding. wasn't quite working. All this stuff was starting to come up and out. Right? And I, I think like a lot of my frustration was coming in the fact that I'm having to, I, I can't do anything about it, you know. And I know that we can't even really talk about it because you, you don't even know really what's happening. So there's well, that, that's to talk the thing. About. Like right now, it all just came up. Yeah. This has been going on for about a week and a half. No, longer than that since I started creating the clothes because it. At the beginning, I was really excited because I kind of knew what I wanted. Yeah, and I was excited too. And you'd text me while I was at work and be like, "I oh, this is this is happening. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this so much. Oh, yeah. I'm really proud of myself. I'm like, that's great. That's fantastic. I love hearing that. Yeah. Like more of it, more of it. And then I text you like two hours later and be like, how's it all going? And you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in myself. Creativity is dead. Yada, yada, yada. All that. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, and I know how because then then I just stopped talk, telling talking to you about it. But this is like before even um, my brother's wedding. So when the clothes were, I'm like, I was really excited because I'm like, I knew exactly the dresses that I was going to make. Except finding the fabric is very different. So I have obviously in my head, I've got a particular fabric that I'd like to have, but that changed very quickly. I wanted a bright blue dress. I think I said that as well. I think I want a bright bright blue yeah, dress. Did, yeah. And um, over time those colors dimmed like I just did I could not wear that color I couldn't look at that color and um I'm like okay well obviously my energy is changing I'm also pregnant as I'm going through that so everything's kind of softening and I it's just too stark too intense for me and then like so the color palette changed which means fabric changed as well and what was available during that time as well so like it just got harder and harder and harder because I was more more um more sensitive as well to colors and fabrics all of that tied into it so it would have been so much easier to just go and just buy a fucking dress 
which I really wanted to, and that's why I was disappointed that the you at your sister's wedding, I ended up wearing an old dress that I think thankfully I fit into, but I just didn't even give a fuck anymore. I'm like, I don't even care what I look like. I'm just putting on whatever fits me. Was the obviously buying the dress, so you know you didn't have to make it and go through all that. Was it part? Was the importance of that perhaps more so the fact that you felt that you would have worked or you would have been productive and generated that dress for yourself? Is that is that also initially, is that part of it too? Do you know what do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Initially, the um, the money for that art piece that I was um, that I'm still yet to get that was for the dress. Yeah. So that was originally for it, but that got pushed back and that got pushed back. So I was like, okay, well, if it's not going to happen, and then you know, we organized the midwives and then we organized the doula and then we there was all these other all these other expenses. I'm like, there's no way I can afford a dress, even though. I didn't have to buy a $700 dress. It could have been 100 Like I could have actually found something. But for some reason I just thought that wasn't an option anymore for whatever reason. And it would have been really nice to generate my own money, my own money to buy the dress. However, that like I, I have no control over that either at the moment because a lot of it, a lot of that and my work was telling me to just stop and slow down, which was really frustrating because I'm like, well, I – I'm not productive. I'm not like I want to be of service. I want to help. And that's why it felt so good to help at the wedding, at, um, at my brother's wedding, because I was like, I'm actually useful. I feel like I've got purpose again, and this is what I want. I want to be of service. I don't want to like organize weddings, but yeah. <laughs> just feeling like that again was uh, it, it felt so good. I don't even know when the last time I felt like that was, and that was wasn't even like while I've been doing all of that work, like the spiritual work it was before that. Maybe when I was at the cafe and I was getting really good at and just at what I was doing, being a waitress, it was like I actually genuinely, genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, and I was building rapport with the customers and relationships and I was actually being of service and having that feedback as well. That felt really good. So it was probably yeah, three years ago since I felt somewhat useful and productive. And then, you know, obviously COVID hit, lost my job. So feeling useful at the wedding was really important to me and it was I had all the energy in the world for it there's nothing that could have stopped me from helping and then yeah I guess when it um yeah just when it came to wanting to buy the dress like I could have just asked but I also as we're talking about find the financial stuff and what we need to pay for I'm like it's not going to happen and clothes are at the the like the the bottom of our list so it's going to be impossible to actually buy a dress and like my mum offered and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it that way. <laughs> I want to do it myself or at least I want to find a way to create for us to create it or create that situation. But, you know, I also didn't communicate that strongly to you either and how important it was because I didn't know till right now <laughs> that it was actually a sense of like loss of identity. Because I, I didn't, I didn't know either. Obviously um, oh, you were, you were making the dresses you were having sort of failure and then a little bit of a success and then failure and then a little bit of a success. And it was sort of frustrating and difficult to be on this end of it, not feeling like I could do anything about it except to sort of watch it happen and try and be there for you and just support you when you're going through the ups and then be there to support you when it's, you know, when you're down. Yeah. But we can't talk about it because there's nothing to talk about at this point. Because well, I don't know. And so for me, I'm like, just, just to sort of leave you to it, and you, you were working on like two or three different dresses. And then the reason I got so frustrated on the wedding day was because you'd been working on a different dress up until that day. And then that morning or the, the night before you changed your mind. You're like, oh, God, I'm going to use this dress instead. I just need to alter it. And then you spent the whole morning altering that dress. And then we were late. And then you, we didn't even, you didn't even end up wearing that dress. You wore something entirely different. So it's like, wait, just, we've spent the entire morning mulling over this dress and we're not even going to wear it now. I was like, that's why I was just getting so frustrated. I'm like, what, what's all this indecision? Like, what is, this is insane. And now it's like, it's my sister's wedding. I wanted to be there at a certain time, which I guess I didn't communicate clearly enough either. And so I was just getting, I was, that's why I was seething so much. It was also because we bought the microphone and you wanted to sit down and test it. I'm like, I don't have fucking time to test this microphone right now. Like I know how much time I need to get ready. I need like a, I need an hour and I didn't have an hour. I had about 20 minutes and 20 minutes to do my hair and makeup and I wanted my hair down, which sucked anyway. And um, I, yeah, and I'm like uh, all of this stuff and I'm sitting here and I'm like, we're, you know, wanting to test the microphone. I'm like, this is, this is just 
I, we don't need to be doing this right now. Mm. Like we, we don't have time to do this. Like we can do this at any point. And you're telling me to sit here while I'm doing the card for them, decorating, I'm writing the writing the card. I'm decorating the card. I'm organizing that. I what else? I did something else. Yeah, I was working on. I really wanted to wear that dress, but then I realized that the um, the petticoat underneath it I didn't have for that dress. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't sit here and make a fucking another petticoat. Like this is just now. I actually, uh, the when was it? When I was at the wedding, I figured out how I could have actually worked it out. But I was like, could have just done like tape or something on the nipples or something. Oh like yeah, that. the Miley Cyrus. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that pregnant wife with like enough a black. Of a yeah. Uh, so and then I'm like, I don't want to tell you any more of my changes because I know how angry you'll get. And then yeah, the when when I put the dress on and you looked at me and you were like, is that are you putting the other one on top? And I said no. And then your face, you were just like, what the. F- fuck like are you serious <laughs> and I was like I just don't fuck him this was all happening in our heads like obviously it wasn't even a it wasn't verbal it was all just this energetic yeah. uh energetic communication where I'm like I don't fucking need that right now please don't I'm like I didn't tell you because I knew that you would react this way and I'm like you reacted it anyway even if I didn't even say anything so I'm like you don't need to know what I'm wearing. it doesn't even fucking matter what I wear Really, it's, this is all. This is my problem. That's why I just kept to myself because I was like, "You don't need to know. You don't have to know what I'm wearing. You don't have to care what I'm wearing. I don't know why you care so much." And you're getting so angry with me, making I'm like, "The thing, the thing is, pissing me I off. Don't, I don't, don't want to wear this dress." I didn't care what you were wearing. All I, all I ended up yeah. caring about, all I cared about in the long term, was obviously that you were comfortable and you felt nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It wasn't about what you were wearing. I couldn't give two shits. It was the fact that so much time was spent on what, like one thing that you didn't even end up going with, and then how do you think I felt? Yeah, I, I get it. I got <laughs> totally. To, I'm just saying, like yeah. at the in the at the in the moment, mm. and then you know, I, like I said, I just I like I don't like being late to certain things because I didn't think we were late. I'm like I'm going literally as fast as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah I get it. I, all of that. I, I like so it. We don't have to necessarily was, uh, agree. No, but I'm just thing, saying but. that like. I, I was really going, okay, I'm I'm just going to have to settle for this hairstyle. And then I got in the car and I forgot my lipstick and I was like, I just, because I looked, I kept looking at my face in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my God, like I look like I'm dead because like, I don't have colour in my lips. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what? And we would, you just were pulling out of the um, driveway. Yeah, I wasn't stopping. And I knew you weren't going to stop. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, okay, I get it. And now I'm going to be even more uncomfortable. And I was, I was so uncomfortable the entire wedding because what I, what I put on underneath, because I couldn't wear nothing because it was a silk dress and you can see you can see nipples obviously so I had to wear one of my um, like onesie things but you could see it off you know you oh, it, was just- it was a really it was a really similar color to the it actual wasn't. dress though well it was similar enough like you you, you could kind of see it but it also I didn't think it looked that bad in standard yeah you're a much. man honey yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very different yeah yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad there weren't a lot of photos of me anyway. I'm just kind of like in the background and my hair. That's why I had my hair down. And I was just trying to cover it. I would have even tucked my hair into it at yeah. one point because it was just, yeah, I was uncomfortable the entire Like I, I think I was also quite nervous too because I, I had to give a speech. So that was that was also playing on my mind as well. And I'm like, I just want to be in the space. I want to be settled. I don't want to have to be, you know, get there, ceremony, bang, from the ceremony, you know, giving a speech. And I want to be able to kind of settle and get the vibe of the place first. Yeah. So that was probably, you know, that was all kind of going through my mind and I'm trying to busy myself and occupy myself beforehand, you know, because I'm getting, I had this like really weird tiredness slash, I don't know, I was like unsettled in my stomach, like almost nauseated mm-hmm. for some reason. And it was just all You were nervous. I was nervous, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, little things were probably just getting me more and more frustrated. And then it just, it just builds and builds and builds, obviously, to the point where it got to. But anyway, it's okay. We resolved it. We spoke about it afterwards. And the speech and, was a success. And the speech went really well. So, but yeah, like the, for the purposes of, I guess, how this conversation's gone for this episode, we did resolve it. We sat down, we well, we drove to the house afterwards and we sat in the house and we talked for like half an hour about it and it was it was really good. And I, I just, yeah, I, it's sort of what I was saying at the start is I, I hate how alluring anger is. Yeah. It's so like, it just, just reels you in. It's yeah, like, come and stay I'm with excited. me. I, I make you feel powerful. Yeah. I make you feel righteous. I make you feel deserving of, of your wound and, and like you deserve to be validated for it. And it's just, it's so unproductive and it's so ridiculous. I was like, don't bend, don't bend to anything. This is not your fault. I mean, I don't know how it was my fault, but. (laughs) 
you said you were feeling that. I was feeling the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't have. Wow. The, I didn't have the strength to kind of go to you first because I was like, yeah, I'd probably. I'd just probably just cry, and I don't even know why. I want to know why I'm saying sorry, and I wasn't in that yet. I wasn't in that logical mind. Yeah, I was still very emotional. Yeah. And so I had to just put it aside at the wedding. Well, me being the man, and the man's usually the case, I had to come and apologize first to open the open the gates. No, you just know. did apologize first. And I, I appreciate you saying that because <laughs> I don't know how I wouldn't have spoken to you or I probably would have gone home. No, of course I apologize. You know, it's just necessary. Some things are, some things are just much, much, much bigger than, than an argument. I'm just saying, though, like if you hadn't have, like even if it was just for the sake of just having, like just, just for the rest of the evening, and then later going, okay, well, let's just talk about it. And I was not really sorry, but I just like, let's talk about it. Yeah. That would have probably pissed me off. But if you hadn't apologized, I probably would have gone home because I would not have been able to handle the rest of the events. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. like it was a wedding and you could, you could cry. So I had the tears. Yeah. I was like, okay, kind of <laughs> looks like I'm really emotional. Wedding or a funeral. Like you. Yeah. Were, yeah. And I'm pregnant. So I'm like, okay, that kind of covers, it gives me another. <laughs> the stars yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe, um. I don't look so insane. I'm just, just blaming. I'm like, I'm just pregnant. I'm just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to apologize. Because I'm like, yeah, I, I, I fucked up. There's things that I did that I'm, I'm sad. No, I'm not proud of. And regardless of how large or how small it was, it doesn't bloody matter. You know, it's I've, I've still got something that I, I can say, I can take responsibility for and apologize for because I had a role in a negative situation that wasn't pleasant. You know, so I'm going to apologize for the role that I played in it. Even if at the time I don't necessarily know exactly what it was. It's just like, look, this was a horrible situation. I contributed to it. I, I apologize for the role that I played. Even if I don't know yet specifically or exactly what I did, uh, I, I still did something. And I do apologize for that because I want to acknowledge. I want to acknowledge to you that I recognize your hurt and you're upset. And I acknowledge the role that I played in causing that. So I just wanted you to know that I am sorry for playing a part in your discomfort and your upset. So like that to me, it's just, it's more important to do that. Put the pride aside, be humble about the situation and about your role in it and, and let, let go of that ego. Mm -hmm. Cause like I said, the relationship, your well being, our strength and bond is so much more important to me than, than feeling righteous about something. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever felt that way with you before ever like that. It's, it, we haven't. And that's not saying, you know, we're a perfect couple. We argue, but it's, you know, we disagree a lot. But um, we don't argue. I don't think we have those, like, fights. But that was just ridiculous. And, I mean, it didn't really help that I had no control over my emotions. That's probably another thing. Cause, like, I wanted to apologise, but I couldn't because I needed to know why. I wanted to be in a space where I could understand where I went wrong. And I just couldn't because I was like, I'm, I could have cried the whole evening. Like, at any point, I could have just blown up and because I still wasn't okay. I'm like, I just have to hold it together a little bit more. Okay, I laid a little bit of tears out. I wiped my face and then I'm like, just going to have to, you're just going to have to suck it up for the rest of the evening. And we danced a lot and that was fine. It just kind of distracted me a bit. Yeah. It was good music. It was good. I enjoyed that. That was good fun. That was really good fun. Well, we might move on to, so the last little thing I wanted to mention before we finish off the episode is, so the, the guy, I mentioned a few episodes ago, there was a guy at work who I tried a little while ago to entice to my service and he wasn't all that interested at the time. And just the other day, I overheard a conversation he was having with someone else saying that money's a bit tight, he's struggling a little bit, he's got to figure something out. And I sort of leaned over, I was like, I can help you. <laughs> uh, and he was like, yeah, actually, I might need your help, yada, yada. We switched, we switched, switched swapped phone numbers, exchange numbers. There we go, exchange details. And I crafted a text to him that really succinctly put what the service is, like what I do, how I do it, uh, how it's beneficial, how he can be successful using it, and then what to expect sure. as in from the process. So I- Oh, that's right. That was the- Crafted a big long thing at the start and then I really cut it back to size so that it was as succinct and clear and brief as possible because yeah. I don't want to- I don't, I don't want to drag it out or anything like that because you'll get bored reading it or you'll see a lump of information and go, do I, do I have to? So anyway, I texted I texted that to him. And then after I sort of texted, I was thinking about like, what is it that I do? Even if I can sum it up even quicker, even quicker. And then sort of the slogan that I, I sort of came up with was, uh, I help you to manage what you have, optimize what you get and plan for what you want. So there's like 10 words more or less on, on what I do. What is the nuts and bolts of what I do? That's, that's kind of it, right? 
anyway, and he yesterday said to me, oh, like I read you, I read the text and I really liked it. Like it was a really, really good message. I really appreciated it. He actually started by asking if I've advertised anywhere and if I've, if I've got any paid clients yet. And I was like, oh, I haven't done that yet. And no, I don't. Everyone that I've worked with has been from work so far. Uh, I've had a few conversations and sessions with other people, not specifically for the service, but just to have a conversation about their financial situation. And but yeah, no, no, nothing paid just yet. And he's like, oh, well, I read your text and it was really good. Like you did a really good job. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. Thank you. He's like, I'm really keen. I just need to figure out when the when he's available because it is a two to three, two, two hour initial consult. So it's when is, because he's, he's trying to do his own thing on the side as well. So kind of like me and at the moment yeah. where I go to work, but then I've got all you this. You have hours, you've got set. Um, yeah, I got, I got hours, I got to go to work and then I've got shit that I'm trying to cram into every morning so that I can either do things for my work or I can do things for with us yeah. or if we've got to go run errands or something like that, like it all has to get crammed into the morning because I don't really do much of a night time when I get home from work. I'm tired. I just want the night to just be chill and relaxed. You come after dinner time, so, yeah, it's not really the yeah. time to do anything. Yeah, so so I understand that. He's like, i just got to figure out like our schedule when I'm free and then we can sort of match up schedules and stuff and we can go forward. He, uh, he recommended, he's like, if I could just recommend one thing for – like to help you with the sales pitch, he recommended using bloody chat GPT. It's the artificial intelligence website. You go in there and you can tell the thing, write me this or answer this question or do this. And it can literally, the AI just, just writes, writes it out for you. And I felt it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, I completely understand where you're coming from, you know, just go do it. It just saves me from having to do it. And the AI is obviously pulling data and information from God knows where. So it's just going to provide it as rapidly as possible, the most succinct thing. And he said that you put in what you want it to, to write about, write a little sales pitch on, and then you can say shorter, you know, do it shorter and then do it briefer. And then just keep doing that until it really whittles it away. And then the AI can sort of do it for you. And I was like, that's, that's really interesting. I'm like, I, I kind of felt like if I do that, then it's not me that's giving the pitch, that's created the pitch. Yeah. It's artificial intelligence that I've gotten to do it on my behalf. So it's like, I haven't had to really learn for myself why the pitch is the way it is or what's the important parts of it. So for me, I'm like, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. But if I do get an AI to do it, then I'm not the one that's doing it. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like it would just create that impersonal detachment between the person receiving the pitch and the pitch itself. The pitch itself anyway is so important for you to know. Exactly. It is your well. service. And for other for other things, yeah, that might be a, a great thing. But when it comes to your work and what you do, you need to understand first and foremost exactly why the pitch is exactly the way it is. And for you to actually come up with it and make those mistakes yourself. Yeah. So if if there is something that he he said about your pitch that maybe needed work, that feedback would have been really helpful. I think probably the only thing he said was just go like as short as possible. Sure. But it's like I can go short, but there's as in the email was too long. The the text. Said? I don't think he specifically oh, he said the text was good, but it's like just to make things just to keep anything salesy short. As short as possible. And I, I get that. I completely understand. That's why I said like I came up with that like kind of 10-word slogan yeah. after I did it. But also I'm trying to give you a bit – I'm trying to give you information whilst also pitching it. So there does need to be a balance struck between a succinct pitch. Because yeah, I was like it wasn't a complete pitch. No, it was, a, it was you giving information about yeah. yourself, where you come from, and also – Well, it worked because he's interested. So, so regardless, he's – Yeah. So it was, it was successful, I'd call it. Uh, so I was like, look, the only, I feel like the, I said to him, the only thing I think I would ultimately go to chat GPT for is I'll, I would assume that it would be taking information or data from relevant, you know, you know uh, the relevant pool of knowledge for what goes into creating a sales pitch. So if I was to put the parameters or put the data in there that I wanted it to use and then see what it comes up with, see what the result is, then I can perhaps read it and learn what elements it's utilised, how yeah. to put it together. I mean, it would be interesting just to have the experience, just to, it would to, be, to yeah. have fun with it, um, but not to use it so seriously. I, I, I don't know why Simon Sinek came into my head for some reason and I just I would just feel, feel like he would be like, because he's all about know your why, <laughs> and it's yeah. like you need to know it's the work that you do. Work, you, you need to do the work and like literally every, all other mentors and mindset mentors, you do the work. Tony Robbins, like 
it, it's just why are you going to, for something to understand your why, why would you go to something else or someone else? It's like, it's literally would just be like going to um, hiring someone to get, to create your sales pitch. Yeah, It's the same thing, but it's like, you still, at least you can kind of have that conversation with the person and be like, why would you put all these certain things in? Why? So you know your why. It's like, it's for you to do, it's for you to understand what your why is so that your pitch is what it is. And if, it doesn't suit a person. That's okay, but if your why works and that's that's your why, you're like well, that's it. Well, that's so. it, and it is good because the more I have these experiences myself, the more I'm understanding what's important and what I need to include and what I shouldn't include and how I need to go about it. Exactly. But I had, you know, I would say it was successful feedback on the text. He appreciated it, so I'm like, I I am really very close to, and I think it's probably my own blocks and my own hesitations and nervousness about perhaps where it can go and what it can do with posting on a social media, you know, group about the service. But that's probably something I might take that text or something very similar to it and just turn it into a, a post and put it in a, some community group on Facebook and just say, I'm here, this is what I do. If you're interested, get in touch and we'll go from there. And that's probably for me at this point, maybe the next step is putting myself out there to a wider group of people and then potentially, you know. Just get those testimonials so you have them as well. So you can put them, screenshot them, like type them um, and screenshot them and put them in the post as well. So yeah. People know the results they can get. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, that's I've, really I've powerful. Got, I've received a few of them. Uh, there's a few more blokes I need to get in touch with as well just to, just to get testimonials from them too. So, but I'm, I know they're all doing well. Like I keep in regular contact with them because yeah, yeah. it's part of the service. And they're. they're but it's just that energy exchange. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing quite well, which is good. But that's to me what I sort of feel like is the next step. And you know, um, I, I, I mean, I can do it tonight. I can get home and post on a, on the on the group tonight. And I feel like the only thing stopping me is just that. Oh my god, this is such a a big step. It feels like it's such a big step. Oh, of course, it's something. It's really putting yourself out there for something you care about. Yeah, it's like something you've worked on, and now you're offering it further than you know because you, you you've offered it to the guys at work you know who it's like you know who's there it's like in they're they're in a um limited kind of place you know that they're all there and you know what they're like you've kind of built a rapport with them yeah and you can kind of see where the re, where their reactions are going to be like and what the feedback's going to be like and you can kind of banter and fix not fix but kind of uh what do you call it? like put the fires out a little bit and laugh about it and joke like you you're in you're um, you're kind of in control. You're right. in control of the of the um, it, what do you call it? Um, that environment. Yeah. Whereas when you put it out there, people could say things and you can't really control. Or people can, might have thoughts and stuff that you can't control because you're putting yourself out there mm. and you're like, oh, okay. You don't know what if people don't respond. Like, oh, okay. I think to be honest, I'm more nervous about people actually responding. <laughs> I, I like for once. Usually, I'm I'm afraid of failure. This time, I'm actually almost afraid of succeeding. Well, I'm very, very, um, very well acquainted with that. Yeah, yeah. It's so not, it's not easy. That to me is I, I get the I fuck over like, it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I need to. There's probably one thing I need to do beforehand, and that's just come up with a eligibility criteria for a payment plan, because there's there's I'm not just going to offer a payment plan to everybody that option to everybody and unfortunately it's probably that's probably going to most hurt those with the least money yeah but it's only it's only to protect the both of us but this as well um you could have um another a free service which you probably could uh work on having something free available to help those i mean it could be something like what i pretend you know what i did with the client the, the other client, day yeah just sitting with uh, them, having, having that half chat. an hour, yeah, half an hour consultation. Yeah, just talking about the situation and where they're at and where they can go forward. And that could even be then creating a plan to give them the ability to afford the proper service, the premium, the premium service. Because you could do what, um, what uh, some of the women that I've um, worked with or have, have been in contact with, they do, which is they record this free five-day kind of challenge thing. And then eventually they sell it, but they've got that free time that you put, you know, you put out. So if you have, it doesn't have to be five days or anything, or it might, it might be, it might be a, um, or a weekly, weekly thing, or just sitting there for, for an hour or two, having that discussion and then selling it at the end. I know that's a kind of like webinars, like having a webinar. Yeah, I could totally. Because that is so like that, that people can have a bit of an idea of what you do, 
why they need it and yeah okay i need to break down my because you can still be helpful you give them the your free content and then you um you sell it at the end you sell your service yeah i need to break down my service into sort of increments or little bits like that so that i can pick it apart and then provide content based on that like i haven't done that so you have different price points so you've got your high end and your low end like that's really it's really overwhelming because i don't know i haven't done that sort of stuff we we haven't really had time as well yeah and that's that's the other really fucking annoying thing it's like there's only so much time in the bloody morning for me to be able to do this stuff and there's only so many days in a week that i'm even available for it right because like I said, you know, Sundays Sundays are our day slash podcast day if we get around to it. And then we've got Monday, no, sorry, Tuesday, Thursdays are gone. I'm only left really with Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. right? And then if we have to run errands or do something else, it's like oh, there's only so much time I can, I can, you know, I'm muddled away. So we'll just have to and make so it it's, work. It's like how the fuck are we, we going to make this work? But it's something that that's why it's, it seems to be happening so freaking slowly. But it is still moving forward. But it has bloody slowed up because I, I have to work. I have to bring in the money now. Unfortunately, like I don't have that time. If I had this while I wasn't working, if I knew this, what I know now, if I'm doing, if I was doing then what I'm doing now, yeah, then it'd be a very different story. I'd be able to sit there and focus all freaking day on it, or I'd, or I'd have the whole day, like every, like all week available to it. So but you might not even need all week to well, do it. It's just it's, like when you feel inspired, but you haven't really felt inspired, and you haven't like this conversation probably really helped. To just solidify, yeah. Now you know you need to make those price points. Now you okay, you want to put yourself out there. You know that's kind of what you want to do now. And you were thinking about it. Now we can we can have that as a plan. Yeah, to kind of going forward because we haven't had that. Yeah, we need to come up with something there so I can start to you know properly put it out there and get those more administrative things. I feel like on the and content creation. I haven't known what to do content creation for, how to break it all down. And then what the best delivery platform is for that, whether it is like a webinar, whether it is just written information, whether it is little videos to post on social media. That's right. I haven't known, I don't know how to do any of that. It's not, I don't know, it's not that I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do for that. And I don't know but which is I wouldn't worry ideal, about so. it seeing as it's not coming naturally. Just let it, because yeah. you might be like, oh, this actually could be a good post. Just like when you wrote up that text and I'm like, that's a perfect first email yeah. that you sent. So like how, that's how pick um, notice those things, recognize where where it just naturally kind of comes to you, being like, oh, that's right, that's it, because it will be effortless. Yeah. The the effortlessness of you creating all this stuff is going to be that that's what that's like what that's how successful entrepreneurs um, kind of work. They go they go with what works for them. Yeah. They they work with ease. They don't work with pressure. They work at their pace. And that's the that's the beauty of it. There are no rules. There are only what how you work yeah you just you decide yeah well that's it that's it and you know we'll just have to play it by ear and continue to sort of move through and let yeah let it unfold naturally like it is like it still is and just just sort of jump jump on it when the inspiration is there and it does come and without without trying to force anything so anyway we'll leave it there we'll leave that off there that's that's been an hour so let's not go on for too much longer If you enjoyed the episode today, please like and subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on or watching us on. That helps us out a lot when you do that. Also, if you appreciate how we go about doing what we do here at the Indian Process podcast with uh, Logan and Yuja, please feel free to share us around with friends and family. If you resonate with our message, with what we talk about, if you find something valuable in it and it reminds you of someone else or you think that someone else might get value from it too, yeah, please, please feel free to share it around. That would help us out too. So we don't really do much as far as advertising for the podcast because it's not, we're kind of just sharing our process and our journey as we're going through it. So it's not something we're really trying to boost up through the algorithms and really get this massive reach on. It's something that we're, we're sort of putting out there for the experience for ourselves and just to organically sort of grow listeners if other people find what we talk about interesting so that being the case uh, if you feel like sharing it around that obviously would help to spread the message a lot because it's not something that is high up on our on our list of advertising things well, we can so. still do it depending on you know yeah we'll see we're just growing we're, we're just growing and learning as we go so I don't, it's not, I don't think it's something that we really wanted to like jam out there and cram down people's throats while we're still yeah. learning. So, yeah. So that, that's what I mean. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, do all that. That'd be great. That'd help us out a lot. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, if you want to talk about anything that we spoke about today, if you want to share any insights of your own, if you want to share any guidance, if you want to share your own story and just, just let's have a mutual discussion about, about what we're, you know, we're all going through. 
that'd be great. You can email us at itppc at protonmail.com. Uh, if you're interested in my service and how I can perhaps help you, uh, also get in touch about that. I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions. That doesn't cost anything. And uh, see, see sort of what we can do, what we can create together. So yeah, same email address is in the description below or you can direct message me on Instagram at logan.d.gray. And you can reach yours on Instagram at user.gray. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day.